Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most cowardly podcast network. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watch Dr. Terror's House of Horrors. Five chilling stories are linked by the character of a strange fortune-telling doctor who predicts the bizarre deaths of five fellow passengers on a train using a pack of tarot cards. So, boys, usually I ask the question, were we scared? (laughs) I feel for this one it's a redundant question. So instead I'm going to change it to, was anybody scared? I mean, Don Sutherland was scared. (laughs) He was genuinely terrified. Um, No. I was scared looking at his face because it's so fucking young. I was. Because <laughs> he's been an old man in film forever. I, for I didn't know anyway. he was young. And this solidifies no, no. the fact that he was, like, acting and probably in his 40s Don't in a movie. in his 40s? No idea. I don't know. How old is he? 106? I don't even know. Because, like, question. you watch the movie, Peter Cushing looks old and so does yes. Christopher Lee. Yeah. I feel like Donald Sutherland's only probably, like, 10 years younger than Christopher Lee. Yeah. <sighs> Bloody hell. And he looks forty years younger. He's an he's pretty ugly even as a young man. I gotta he say. grew into his face. He grew into that face. Yeah, he does better. <laughs> he grew as into those man. ears too. Yeah. Um, this movie is was so we we double bill yeah. when we watch our scary movies. Yeah. Um, as, as you a, have to, as you have to. So yeah. we watched The Strangers, which was the last one we talked about yeah. the other day, the last month, um, and that was scary. Uh and then we soothed ourselves with whatever the fuck this was. Yeah. This was a nice bomb. This was 1970s a- Black Mirror. Yeah. <laughs> Great yes. title. Amazing Dr. title. Dr. Terror's House uh, of Horrors. Okay, so I've, yeah. got, I've got some beef with the title. It is an amazing title. Oh, right. It's such a good title, but it's such a reach for a title because, first of all, his name's not Dr. Terror. It's Dr. Shrek, which yep. I know that it explains. <laughs> Imagine if they had to call it Dr. Shrek's Train Carriage of Terror. <laughs> <laughs> Which they do explain is German for terror. Except I actually looked that up and it's yeah. not. It was like fright, but close enough. Hang yeah. on, does that mean Shrek the Ogre is correct. German for fright? Yes. Guys, Shrek's clever. That's I good. Know, well, we right? already knew it was clever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the least clever thing about it. <laughs> we should watch Shrek. <laughs> we should, I think Shrek needs to be on our list. And then the next thing is that the House of Cards. Yeah, the House of Horrors. House of Horrors are his deck of cards. What? No, no one, I don't mind that. No yeah. one calls their deck of cards a house of horrors. Yeah, but um, it's, like a, it's like a full house. That's only five cards. It feels but like five strip. stories. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. No, I'm oh. the dickhead. I'm the dickhead. I'm sorry, Dr. Terror's House of Horrors. Yeah. That is actually amazing. No, that's clever. That's Shrek clever. <laughs> that's that is Shrek, Shrek levels of clever. <laughs> we, should, we should have tre- checked ourselves before we Shreked ourselves. That's oh, oh, Tom. I have a feeling that they didn't know that. Like they didn't think about that <laughs> when they named like, it, though. They just hey, thought it sounded cool. That rhymes and sounds amazing. That's our title. Yeah. 
Okay, look, no, I take that back because that's actually genuinely awesome. Mm-hmm. And it is a great title. And it, the post, you showed us the poster, Carney. The poster's what, like, made us go, oh, fuck yeah, we'll watch that. All on board. There's nothing about a train on that poster, though. It's a house. No. Yeah. It's it's misleading, but it's fucking beautiful. You should put it up on Twitter or something I will, yep. after this episode. Uh, it's genuinely very awesome. Mm. And then the movie somehow manages to be even more amazing. Was it anything like what we expected? Yes. Yeah, it was a hundred percent what I expected going in. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, cool, cool, cool! This movie looks like it was made like in someone's backyard." Johnson saying though, like watching it, there, there's some budget in that film. Can I tell you the budget restrictions or like <laughs> no, they've got a bit of cash. To yeah, I reckon they've got a little bit of cash. Can I tell you what the budget yeah. was for this film? Oh yeah. Ooh. So this is this is what 1948. Uh, Wait, what? Oh. No, surely not. Surely not. Oh, no, no. It's based off a TV show from 1940. Okay, okay. okay. I was like, how fucking old is Christopher? <laughs> how fucking old's Donald Sutherland? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, he, he would have been alive then. Yeah. Uh, 1965, I should have said. Um, that's still not. That's still, yeah. Wow. Man. So the, the budget for this film was £105,000. I feel like for the time, that's juicy. I feel like for the time. So I've got another fact. So Donald Sutherland was paid £1,000 for this film, but by 2018 dollars, it says here, yeah, that's 10,153. Okay. So basically times it by 10, so 105,000 by 10. Yeah. Um, one, 1. 1.5 mil. Yeah. So it's a low-budget horror film. Yeah. But the majority, well, not the majority, a fair chunk of it is set in one spot, in one train Oh, mo- yeah, yeah. And then even then for like for the short the stories, most of them are set in one or two locations. Yes. Yeah. The, look the only one that's probably the exception to that is um, – the hand one. Yes. That's got a lot of stuff yeah. going on. Yeah. Um, so you've got Donald Sutherland's wage. Mm-hmm. Is he the only one they mentioned? That's the only one they mentioned, yeah. He, But he wouldn't have been the top line. <laughs> That's what I'm no. thinking. You've got Peter Cushing and Christopher, and Christopher Lee. Lee. This is young Donald who? Like no one would have known who he was at that point. And 65. So Lee's done The Man with the Golden Gun, hasn't he? Yeah, but all? almost definitely done quite a bit of Hammer as well. Yeah. yeah sure. He's done Dracula. Yeah. And Cushing's sure. been involved in all of that as well. Yep. And Cushing C- looked – I think they aged him up a bit in this. Yeah. Cushing's their headliner, like on the poster. Yeah. What is his accent? I have no I have no idea. It's not German. It's yeah, Surely <laughs> it must have meant to be German, but it is far it's from German. kind of like vaguely Eastern European. Yeah. yeah. He's, got a, he's a gypsy. Yeah. Doing – well, is he a gypsy or is he actually death? Oh. Oh, so the twist of this film, right? The amazing, it's, not even a tw- it's not even a twist because for a twist you need to set up a di- – like. A different yeah. mind frame. The reveal, the if reveal. you will, I'll is that, that so he shows them all their futures and we get these five little vignettes and then all of them end with, and this is how you escape it, mm. and it's always death. The card is the always The card death. is always death. Yeah. And they're like, they all get angry and one of like, so why is it death? And then at the very end, Dr. Shrek turns into a skeleton, <laughs> a very bad skeleton. Yeah. And then they get off the train and they're like, what's wrong? And they realise that they've died on the train. Yeah. Yeah, I love the idea that to escape terrible, deadly horrors, you have to die. Like that's somehow an escape. Well, like so, if they had have arrived at their destination, right. they what would have happened is what we saw. Is yeah, that correct? Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing: what's the point in then killing them? There is yeah. no point. What? <laughs> like it's such a dumb. This is why movie. it's not. A, it's not a twist. It's just and how are we going to close up this movie? They've been dead the whole time. Well, no, they haven't. Well, they well, only well, die when they get there. But. Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> why is it? Why is a very good question for a lot of this film? Also, oh. Doctor Shrek's transformation into death is only the second best transformation oh. in this film. 
Oh, okay. We might get to that. When we'll we get to that. We'll yeah, get yeah, yeah. Because that's the that's the highlight right. of the movie. So I reckon we'll go through each one of the five stories. Yep. And we'll have a quick chat about them and sort of discuss how we would have got out of this out of this setting. So we'll start. Yeah. We'll do them in order. The first I mean, one. my answer is the same. Die in the train crash. Die in the train uh, I mean, <laughs> what a <laughs> smart little victory. You would have been late for the train and missed it. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 He would have been doing the cards and been like, and the. Fi- where the fuck's that ticket? <laughs> and he pulls over like a, like the card of a guy looking at his watch <laughs> or a card of a guy whose alarm's going off but he's just lying in bed. <laughs> so the first one is Werewolf. So for Werewolf... Uh, is that what the actual ep- that vignette's called, Werewolf? It's just called Werewolf, yeah. Yep, okay. These, none of these titles are particularly inspiring. <laughs> I've got to be honest. Wow. So this one, look, this one started off well. Uh, you've got an architect who goes to an old Scottish island to – I can't remember what he's doing there. He's doing renovations. It's, it's his family home or he's some connection to the property. He's been there before. Yes, it's his old family home. He's doing renovations for the new owner who's this older woman. Um, and and her he, weird daughter yeah. who <laughs> clearly wants to fuck him maybe. Oh, yeah. Oh, she – yes. Also, so does the gardener. Yeah, I mean – Who I is her dad. Right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then while he's there, he finds a fake wall which leads into the cellar and finds the coffin of Count Cosmo Vladimir, which is pretty great. It's a great name. Who's not a Dracula. He's no. not a Dracula. Yeah. I think that's the biggest twist of this whole thing. Oh, we found a coffin belonging to Cosmo Vladimir. Ah, oh, a vampire? No, a werewolf. Count Werewolf, apparently. Who lives in a coffin. Yeah. Uh, and so they, the werewolf shows up pretty quickly to be honest. Well, so the idea is that his so the guy, the architect's ancestors, yeah, killed him, yeah, beat him, and then the whole thing was that he would get his revenge on the blood of them of that lineage. Yeah, lineage. why do they keep him? I don't think it's them. <laughs> it's it's because it's it's revealed that the woman in the house yeah. is actually Cosmo's immortal sorceress wife. Mm-hmm. So I think she's kept the body there. Yeah, yeah, and that girl. Who is dead? Is a werewolf or is just dead? Yeah. yeah. It says uh, Dawson discovers that Vladimir is rising out as a werewolf has already killed a housemaid, the housemaid. Yeah. But so she's somehow being dead. She's not. Oh, no, no. No, no. The housemaid's the daughter, is it? Oh, is that how it works? I have no fucking idea. For these stories, there's not a lot of like uh, in-depth storytelling going on. You're just along for a really fun ride. Yeah. My yep. favorite thing is when the werewolf comes out of the coffin and it's clearly a puppet's hand and then they just superimpose a dog running. Yeah. <laughs> it's just brilliant. <laughs> I like I, you almost feel for them that back in the like today we're so we're so spoiled when it comes to, to CJ. Yeah, like you generally don't know what is and isn't real. Yeah. But for back in the day, they're like, okay, guys, we want to make, we want to tell a real great story. We want this to be terrifying. Yeah. Werewolf. I've got a dog. I've got a dog and a young girl who can look like she's aroused but also murderous. <laughs> she's not even the bad guy. She's not even the bad guy. Nah. You're like, great, we'll stick her in. No I love the lack of CGI. It felt real. <laughs> I don't know if real's the word. No, no, because you get that amazing transformation when he turns back to the sorceress and she's just got really long claws and she's oh, like, yeah, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the great reveal for this one. He So, basically, the architect, he's quite, all of, none of them get that flustered by the fact that there's this werewolf. No, they don't take They're it sort of in their stride. Pretty chill about it. Yeah. So he's like, well, werewolf, we need some silver bullets. Pish posh, we'll work this out. Yeah. So he might get some silver bullets from an ancestral cross that's naturally in the house. 
Um, except when he come, when the werewolf comes, he shoots it, except the bullets don't work. And we find out shock horror that the woman owning the house is the immortal wife. She swapped the bullets for real ones. And then she just goes stabby stabby with the fingernails. Is she a werewolf as well? I think. Oh no, wait. I'm pretty sure that the whole, the curse works is that Cosmo will inhabit a vessel. And I think Cosmo Vladimir is in her now. Oh, is that how it so works? how it worked? I have no idea. We, we should point out, we watched this a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's, it's, but also, all, this isn't the one that I paid the most attention no, to. And to be also fair, I don't think it made sense we were watching it. No. And we had to try to watch it over our very joyous laughter. So it was a challenge. <laughs> uh, but no, so she had to, she had to place a Dawson corpse, so the architect's corpse, into the coffin and then Vladimir can return to human form. Yeah. Okay. All right, so he gets killed and then comes back. Nah, come on, guys. Cosmo this is, Vladimir. This is classic werewolf storytelling yeah. right here. Also, she was very English for a woman whose husband's name is Cosmo Vladimir. <laughs> <laughs> so how would we have escaped this trap? Uh, well, I'm, I can't design houses, so I probably wouldn't go. So you're just, first of all, you're oh, not coming yeah. from a... Well, no, I guess we have to be there. We have to yeah. go, right? You're, we can't, we can't this, avoid the job. Yeah, you're We've a Dawson in this scenario. You're of the bloodline. Well, the minute I saw, like, so if I know them, like, if I'm a Dawson, yeah, I know this family story. Okay. I come to the house. There's a fucking coffin. Yeah, there's a girl who's been murdered by a werewolf. You know what I'm doing? I'm getting on. I'm fucking off. The house smells <laughs> yeah. like wet dog. Yeah, right. I'm leaving. You got to get out. I think as soon as they uncovered that door, you'd be like, oh, there's a coffin in there. Probably should just board that back up again. Yeah, right? let's board it. Like, also, burn the coffin. <laughs> yeah, if, right. Call. Destroy the coffin. If I'm right using call. silver bullets, I don't let anyone else handle my gun and yeah, swap right, them out. Yeah. Mm. If you've gone to the F- F- effort of turning a, a cross into silver bullets, you're yeah. not just leaving them lying Which around. Which I'm pretty sure they do off camera. Right. I mean, I, I didn't see any smelting going he on. He takes the cross and goes, I'll melt- turn these into bullets. Cut. You <laughs> melt the bullets down and craft some kind of knife. Ooh, I like that actually. Because as you guys know, I'm quite fond of a big stick. I'd go outside, get a big stick, and then <laughs> wrap a silver knife around the stick. Um, Werewolf do I, gone. Do I still get some of my consciousness when I'm Vladimir? Because, I mean, I could just be like, which is like, are you prepared to die? Be like, do I get to become a super powerful werewolf sorcerer? Fuck me up, lady. And then he'll betray <laughs> us on. like a yeah. piece of shit. Yeah, okay. Yep. <laughs> so we are the three Dawson brothers in this scenario. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll just give him one of you guys. Okay. Mm. Doesn't all say right. which one. Thomas. Come on. For me, of all the stories nah, in this movie. You and me will get out of here. We'll leave him short. Oh, this is bullshit. He's, no. he's got his big silver <laughs> knife. Hey, you've got a stick. You've got oh, your knifey thing. We don't. We're out of there. Yeah. All right, fine. I'm going to go take murderous daughter and probably marry her or something. <laughs> I'll take one for the team. Okay. <laughs> so it's like Tom's taking one for the team as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Tom's taking the murderous gardener with me. Everyone is distrustful in that house too. Oh, yeah. It's us so. as. But he's quite jolly to begin with. He's mm. just, oh, I'm happy to be home again. How yeah. great is this? The next one might have been my favourite, which was Creeping Vine. <laughs> this one was, a, it looked. Oh, the opening to this is so good. No, wait. The first kill in this is very oh, good. Sensation. Tom, please describe it for us. So the premise is what? A plant. A p- so family go on holiday and look like they had the worst fucking time <laughs> in the world. Not a great trip. Um, and then when they come home, there's like a creeper that's appeared at the front of their house. He tries to remove it. It's really strong. And then it murders the dog. Yeah. <laughs> like just straight yeah. up eats the dog. It's fucked. Can I read you a description? Because I got this off the net, but it's really great. Because it's just, it says this so logically, but it's ridiculous. The plant becomes intelligent and harbors homicidal tendencies to any th- towards any threats to its existence. 
And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Standard. Yep. Most they plants get, do that. I go to, he goes to his scientist mates. He's like, my plant ate my dog. Yeah. But it's a, it's, this is a weird story because the scientist kind of takes over as the main character. Like the guy, yeah, for a bit. The guy yeah. whose story it is, it's not even his story. Yeah. It's really weird. No, you also get the amazing, so that the plant gets smarter, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure the scientist is called before the dog is attacked. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure, is the scientist watching the dog and the girl play outside? Then he gets distracted. And then he's distracted and he looks at and the dog's gone. Well, he gets distracted because the the wife comes in carrying sandwiches or something. Yeah, it's, she walks out again, the plant chokes yeah. him, kills him. Yeah. It's very 1960s right. where the wife is just in the background. She's just constantly cooking, making yeah. sandwiches for yeah. people. Like this man. So, by the way, the scientist is from the Ministry of Defense because, of course, he is. So, he comes into her home and she's like, well, I better make him some sandwiches. Also, it never explains why old mate fucking useless cunt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why is he going to the Minister of Defense like yeah. immediately? By the way, chaps, I've uh, got this plant that seems to be wanting to kill us. Got any ideas? Well, I'm, again, I can't remember the segments of it, but I'm pretty sure the plant hasn't killed anything. No, I think it's had an attempt. It's, it's had like, an attempt. But also, the plant is like, it's not like rapid fire. It's coming at you before you can stop it. It's very slow. Yeah. It's a very slow moving it's, a it's, creeper. It's, it's a, a creeper. puppet. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a very bad puppet. It's a yeah. bad puppet. No, the effects of top notch. You can close. see the string when it's choking it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It's I love so that old amazing. shit. Beautiful. And it's, then, like, it ends and half of it's broken off choking him. Yeah. So imagine, like, you've choked someone with your arm and then just cut your arm off to leave your arm there. Yeah. <laughs> like,. It could, it retreats, but it just leaves a whole bit of itself around the guy's neck so yeah, they know right. for sure that the tree did it. Yeah. This Let's- was the one character who I didn't care if he lived or died. No. Just no. because his face was <laughs> frustrating. His eyes are very, very, very far apart. They really are. He's it like was, a cartoon character. It was genuinely distracting. It also yeah. looks like he hates outset. his wife. Yeah. Yes. He has never sexually satisfied that woman. No, no those kids aren't his. No. They're the plants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why it's come back. It's yeah. come back to take the kids back. Yeah. The, the plant is the hero. Yeah, oh. yeah. Oh. Find out why the villain is the protagonist. Their own story. Plant's <laughs> yeah. kids got stolen by boring man Johnson. Cody, do me a favor. Write that story. All a right? boring, bland-faced dickhead <laughs> with scientist, fancy scientist friends. Well, no, what I love is the first scientist dies, so they get the second scientist, and he's yeah. like, "If it learns how to," res-. so then he they get trapped in the house. Yeah, yeah. And then he lights the scares it over the fire. Yeah, it's yeah. like. If it learns how to put out fire, we're in trouble. Cut to the tree just tapping the fire, like <laughs> putting it out yeah. and not burning. And by tapping, you've got to imagine the worst puppet you've ever seen where the, of the a vine. It's kind of vine is moving up and down in a sort of, it's like a gentle patting, but it's like if you've never patted anything before. Have you ever watched a child just... pat a cat? <laughs> Perfect. Like Perfect it's afraid it's going to get... It's going to get bitten, but it's like, oh, it'll be all yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. It's also the kind of pat that wouldn't put out a fire, but it, it does anyway. Magic. So It also gets some of the newspaper stuck on it, and they haven't done another shot. <laughs> no, why would you? It's when too you, expensive. Yeah. Uh, They've got a budget, mate. Yeah. So, Donald Sutherland took all their budget. <laughs> Fucking dog. Uh, so how would we survive this one? Easy. A, a pair of hedges. A pair of your hedge clippers. Well, no. That, remember, he tries that, and it breaks the second oh, tears off. Right. This is an indestructible plant. I feel like a bigger fire. I mean, also, I'll just outrun it. Move home? Yeah, just leave. I feel like there's a lot of solutions for this one. Yeah. Just let, or, or, and set it on fire and then leave. Just give it back its kids. Actually, you know, give <laughs> <laughs> its kids back. He's trying to be a good dad for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, it went out for it went out for um, pine cigarettes and it never came back. Yeah. <laughs> this guy took his kids on holiday. Of course, he's furious. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's it's it's. So what's happened is she's moved on. Yeah. And the plan hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tragic love story. Oh, it is. So it uh, doesn't kill her. It just kills everyone else around yeah. her. I actually think 
old gimpies actually did avoid it because didn't he just go? I'll I'll pop off to the Ministry of Defence, get them to handle it, and then we don't see him again for the rest of the this story. Much. Well, no, they're at his house, and then you have the beat where you learn that if it learnt like the guy, the, the minister guy's like, I'll scares it off with the fire, and then leaves. And then they just stay in the house, and then the next scene you see is it putting out the fire and then right. growing more around the house. It's like, why would you have left? Yeah. You big fuckheads. Yeah, Go on another yes. holiday. Yeah. Get out of there, yeah. It's the easiest one to avoid. Just yeah. leave. Right. Actually, it's the second easiest one to avoid. Second. I think the next one's the easiest to <laughs> right, avoid. So the next one is so great. It was called Voodoo. So it's about a jazz <laughs> musician who accepts a gig in the West Indies and then steal, foolishly steals a tune from the local voodoo ceremony. Natch brings it back to New Orleans, I'm guessing, and then there are dire consequences from him basically culturally appropriating their shit. Was this one called Voodoo? <laughs> it was just called Voodoo. Should have been called Fucking Race. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> right? It was yeah. extremely troubling. Ima- imagine you're the best 1960s racism you can think of. Double it, and then you've got this well, episode. Actually, the only thing that stops it being super racist is that the black characters are played by black people. There That's is no good. one in blackface, yeah. but they it's not very Peter, well could have been. It's not Peter Cushing in blackface, thank goodness. No, but I mean, <laughs> the fact that like all of the black characters speak... <laughs> Very broken English is oh, yeah. super problematic. They're yeah. all into voodoo. And Old Mate's just horny as fuck. Oh, he, he's one horny jazz cat. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he's so ready. Ready for a bit of jazz. Ready for a bit of fucking. Ready for those voodoo beats. He was amazing. <laughs> this one's easy to avoid. <laughs> just just don't, don't steal the don't, song. Just don't steal music. Yeah. Or, if you, or, if you, <coughs> or if you do break into the ceremony like he does, mm. right? Yeah. just then don't play it when you go back. Yeah. He had so many warnings. But also, when he does play it, What's his punishment? A strong breeze. It's a strong breeze until a big black man breaks into his apartment. But doesn't kill him. Does he not? It just, well, it cuts like, away, doesn't it? Oh, right. Does it? I can't I, remember it. I feel like he faints. The guy comes in, takes the music back, and then leaves. Doesn't but, he? But he'll remember that music in his head. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they carry him away. You really? You reckon he picked him up? I think they carried him away too. It's been a month. We probably should have watched this again. Nah. Frankly, he deserved to die. He did. He's the biggest. He's the one that I also. So Bland Boy, I don't care if he lived or died. This guy, Horny Jazz Man, definitely needed to die. Horny Jazz Cat. <laughs> Horniest Jazz Cat. Yeah. So um, I guess yeah, the he way, deserved to die. Yeah. The way to get out of this, don't be a Horny Jazz Cat. Yeah. 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 Don't play saxophone and want to fuck everything that <laughs> yeah. moves. Yeah. He basically goes to the dance thing. He's like, oh, so they're like, no, nah, don't go, don't go. And he's like, okay. And then. This creepy old white guy's like, you'll see some titties. <laughs> and then he goes and he fucking doesn't. They're all fully closed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you also have the amazing shot when he's spying on them. And, and they, they just keep behind him. All, all these locals just appear behind him and he's just grooving. He's grooving to that voodoo beat. Oh, oh. That's amazing. So I've got two quick facts for this, this one as well. So one... We actually see Dr. Terror's House of Horrors poster in the episode. But at one point yeah. he's running from the four, from the mysterious force, bumps into a wall where the poster is. Mm. Well done, boys. That's brilliant. Meta. The other one is that this story is based on a short story called Papa Benjamin. Oh, God. Which tells you everything you need to know about the levels of racism we uh, are dealing with in this fuck. story. Oh, my God. So great. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. All right, let's jump into straight to the next one. This one was actually, I found this was the best, I think, of the lot. Disembodied Hand. It was. Yeah. So this Christopher was Chris, Lee. Christopher Lee. Story. Best acting, most locations. Yeah. Most great. hilarious moment. Or second hilarious. Oh, second second yeah. most hilarious, um, mate. Fucking hell. So just quick rundown of this one. So basically you've got this art, art critic, this pompous art critic, who's <laughs> more interested in devastating every artist in his vicinity than actual the art itself. This is Christopher Lee. This is Christopher Lee. And we've seen him be very pompous on the train. He doesn't believe Dr. Terror's cards. He's- yeah, the whole way through he's being in Because the only thing too is it keeps cutting back. Well, mm. that's what I found weird about the movie because he constantly is like, I don't care about the card tricks don't bother me. Mm. I figured he would be last. Yeah. But then randomly he just comes next. Yeah. Well, because I think he doesn't get a say. Dr. Terror just started doing it to him. Because I think he has an argument with him mm. about it. And then Dr. Terror, they do it in the order they arrive on the carriage. Because oh. Sutherland's last, I think. Horny Jasmine, though, either is like, oh, do me next. Yeah, I love tits and music. <laughs> <laughs> Any of those cars got titties? <laughs> give, give me those titties. Uh, I'm going to have a wank in the drink in the uh, toilet <laughs> carriage. One of them does. I'm pretty sure he gets the lovers, which is like the naked couple, and he's yeah. like, oh, oh. boys, here we go. Uh, the lovers are me and any naked women. <laughs> and also trumpets. <laughs> so great. So for this art critic, basically he, he bashes one artist, but I think the artist gets Back at him, he humiliates him. I can't quite remember how, truth be told. So then the, the critic does what comes natural. You sure you can't remember, Damo? You can't remember? You can't oh, remember how he gets back at him. Oh, is this, tell me, I can't. It's the greatest, it's the it's second ex- greatest moment of the Please film. Please remind me because I've honestly yeah. forgotten. So they present a piece of art and Christopher Lee gets everyone gathered around him, very pompously destroys it. Right. And then Tom? They get the artist out who painted that art. They say, and- the artist is out the back, we'll bring him out and you can talk to him. Oh, <laughs> yes, I just and, remembered. And, and so he comes out. And he savages that, he's, you're art, you're art shit. And he goes, well, what about this painting? And they show him another painting. Yep. And he's like, that is the most amazing painting I've ever seen. This artist has real talent. <laughs> and then the guy's like, would well, you want to meet that artist? Because we've got him here as well. And what do they bring out, guys? <laughs> A chimp. 
chimpanzee. In clothes. In human clothes. This artist that Christopher Lee's character shreds has taken the time and effort to train a chimp how to paint so that he can burn him publicly for saying that a chimp can paint. And it works. Everyone fucking laughs oh, at him. Yeah. And then... And he's disgraced. It, well, no, he's not disgraced. Because oh. he he goes back to do more art critic, and every time he does, that guy just appears. He's, in like, conference. <laughs> he's like doing a speech at a conference, and that guy appears and just like laughs. Laughs at him. He's like, you liked a monkey's <laughs> art. <laughs> I was the chimp guy, yeah? Uh, oh, I can't believe I forgot oh, that. He's so fuck, great. He's good. He's so great. So Cushing runs him down in his car. That's, that's your natural yeah, Christopher next Lee. Runs Christopher Lee, sorry, runs him Doesn't down Doesn't want to, though. That's why this movie's this this why this part's the best because you can see he's conflicted about yeah. it. It's got some shades of grey. This story, yep. yes. I mean, I and- mean, this guy did train a monkey. <laughs> for I don't know how long it would take. I don't know <laughs> to to be competent in painting something that Christopher Lee would like. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Do you like it out of spite or do you like it because it was a good painting? I don't know because here's the other thing too: is that like it's like like ah, oh, you thought a monkey could paint? Surely Christopher Lee's like, yes, the monkey is a better right. artist than you are. Yeah, he could have instead. That. He's like, oh no, oh, no. <laughs> everybody's laughing at me. <laughs> he has a chimp fetish. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, so he runs him over. He runs him over, and the artist loses one of his hands, so he can't paint anymore. No, and we get the second best scene in this episode in this vignette, which is where he walks past with his missing hand and stares forlornly at his gallery and we just cut to the paintings and then cut to him and they've just poured water on his face to make it look like he's crying. <laughs> but it's just, he's wet from like his eyebrows down to his chin and he's not crying at all and he's just no. kind of blinking a lot and it just looks like he's put his head in the bucket. Oh, it's good. It's so fucking good. Then he kills himself. And then he kills yeah, you. I mean, when you're that distraught, you're going to kill yourself. And naturally the, uh, the disembodied hand comes back for a bit of revenge. Yeah. And he's immune to most things. Well, I think fire he uses, he uses a, a poker or something like mm. that. Yep. Throws it in, a, in the water? Throws it in the water. Nothing is stopping this hand. Um, and then eventually the hand uh, causes him to have a car accident of his own, which is, again, an amazing scene. Anyone listening to this, you gen- I think you can watch this whole movie on YouTube. You've got to do it because it's so fucking amazing. So the hand, which is just a human hand for the most part, and then cuts to the fakest looking hand you've ever seen, oh. comes out. It's, it's a human hand anytime. You just see it like come into shot to like choke him or grab yeah, something. Yeah. When it's on its own, it looks like they just got the vines left over from the crawling vine <laughs> and wrapped them together. Fashion them yeah. into yeah. a head. It's like yeah. a floppy play doh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, it's what I imagine Gromit's dick looks like. <laughs> <laughs> so the the hand uh, comes at Christopher Lee in his car. He has a car crash of his own, which leaves him blind, unable to see the art he loves so much. It is beautiful. It is poetic. It is just so much fun to watch. But undercut by the fact that a monkey is the cause <laughs> of his downfall for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Like he could so easily have just been like, nah, yeah. you're a dickhead. Yeah, could have shut it down. Uh, so I guess that's one way to get out of this. Yeah. Be a better My art way. critic. Yeah. Be a better art critic. Turn it back on old mate monkey dick. Yeah. Then, then promote the monkey. Make the monkey the talk of the town. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Get behind the monkey, and then run the monkey over. <laughs> Be the bigger person. Be the bigger. Oh, can't he? Mm. Yeah, no, I just mean build the monkey up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. The monkey's the real star. Okay, what just just the talk the monkey, talent. and everyone's like, "Oh, you thought a monkey was better?" It's like, yes, the monkey is better than this human artist you've all paid millions of dollars yeah. to see today, and to spend seven months, potentially more, training this monkey how to paint for this bit, which has now backfired. You fucks. Yeah. Oh, amazing. All right. Well, I'm going to quickly just say, if the hand was coming for you, what could you do? We saw him try a number of things, like I said. Do you have any any 
anything. I'm just, thinking mostly if you throw it in the river, just put a big old weight in there with it, like so it's stuck in the bottom of the river. If you just move, run away. Yeah, but it follows him when he's asleep. Does it? Yeah. Mm, very slowly <laughs> crawling along so the So is ground. it like is it a bit of an it follows situation? Yeah, it's yeah, it's an it follows yeah. but he a hand. He jumps on a plane and goes lives somewhere else. Yeah. Is this is this hand climbing on a plane? Oh, yeah, is he going to be asleep on that plane and then there's the hand on the plane? Oh. Does the does the hand actually travel normally or is it a magical hand that just appears wherever he No, it appears is to it all travel. in his head or is it a real hand? I think it's a real hand because we see it like moving this really wonderful because it's so slow and so yeah. not scary. This wonderful slow crawling. It's ima- exactly what you imagine with the fingers crawl forward. Uh, I don't. I think you could just stay out. I think you could just stay five steps ahead most of the time. I think it's a real hand too. This is not a universe where they're deep enough to <laughs> no. have like phobia and fear in their head. Does anyone else interact with or see the hand? There isn't Good a question. scene where Christopher Lee's like, oh, help me. And someone's like, what are you talking about? There's nothing there. Could you get the chimp to fight the hand? Like that I chimp- think he has forgotten the chimp exists. Yeah. Okay. He could use his greatest weakness and turn it into his greatest strength. Yeah. And the chimp could. Because the chimp is technically four hands. Yeah. Because it's yeah. all hands. Yeah. yeah. I think four hands beats one hand any day of the week. Thank you very I much. I mean, yeah. Either that or you kill the chimp and get its hands as disembodied hands. Do you cut one of your hands off and give it to the hand? Does he try and cut the hand with a knife or an axe or something? I feel like he does have a go at it. It's a very spry it just gets out of the way. Yeah. yeah. No, I think he stabs and he thinks he's killed it. Oh, that's a rookie mistake. You've got to destroy it. Yeah. Slice it up. It's like the ring. Yeah. Throw it into the volcano. Is that what you have to do? Take it to New Zealand. Surely a volcano. Drop it in the volcano. Fight Golem. (laughs) Chuck it in there. (laughs) Throw it in there. What if what if you cut your own hand off, mm. took that hand and attached it to your own hand? <sighs> Extravagant, painful, probably the, our best option. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Solved it. Then we come to- See, Christopher Lee, it's that fucking simple, yeah, mate. mate. Cut See your hand himself. off. Now you're blind. Big dickhead. Well, blind. actually, you're dead because you died on the train. <laughs> Because <laughs> no, that's what I love most is that all these stories, none of them even happen no. at the end. They're just what could have happened but didn't because you're all dead. Yeah. So, is this the final so story? Yes. This is the final story. Save the best for last. We'll and uh, possibly the greatest moment in cinema oh my God. cinema history, I think. I really think it, there, are, there are moments in your life where you're like, I'm going to remember this forever. Yeah. And this is one of those moments. As far as C-grade horror films go. This is about a 10. This is a, an absolute classic moment. <laughs> yeah. This is up there with like Frankenstein rising. Yeah. yeah. The ring girl climbing out of the TV. Yeah. Like it is iconic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the premise of this one? So we jump into What's this a, one called? We jump into the last one. I mean, can, you can guess because they've all just been. Are you kidding? Is this one called Vampire? It's called Vampire. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> so we've got Donald Sutherland. He's a doctor. He re- returns to his home in the United States after being in France where he's picked himself up a bride because that's what you do. Mm. Sexy hot uh, European wife whose yeah. name is. Uh, whose name is Nicole. But spelled differently because it's French. So I guess it's the French. Nicole. Ah, Le Nicole. Le Nicole. Uh, so Nicole. He, goes to, he goes to a small town and it's soon evident that a vampire's on the loose. Ooh. So Dr. Carroll naturally seeks the- Not aid. for him. It becomes evident by the other doctor he works with being like, there's a vampire a in vampire. the town. He's like, by the way, dude, vampires exist. Have also, reacts exactly the way the guy with the wheel reacts. Oh, cool. Yep. What okay. do we do? Check. Yep. What happens next? So he does. He gets Dr. Blake, I think is his- is his, uh, his Offsider. Gets his advice, uh, which is basically to kill his wife because they find out Nicole is the vampire. La Nicole. La Nicole. So he, he goes, he finds out his wife's a vampire, goes to his boss and says, by the way, wife's a vampire. He's like, yeah, well, you got to kill her. 
So he does, and then the police come to their house. And <laughs> which, all... which at no point is it explained. Does he call the police himself? <laughs> right. I think they've been told in advance. Mm. I think Blake's set it up because when <gasps> the... that's right, because he does that whole thing where he's Cause... like, "Ask the ask that yeah. doctor. He knows." Donald Sutherland explains. Look, I didn't kill my wife. She was a vampire. I was doing the right thing. The police naturally go, "Blakey, what's what's the go here?" He goes, "I don't know what he's talking about. Never heard of such a thing." <laughs> So the police take him away, and that leads us to the greatest scene of all time. <laughs> oh. Which, oh, it's so fucking good. I, I'm trying. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do my best to describe it. But again, I'm actually. I've actually taken this snippet and sent it to the boys because it's so good. <laughs> I will put it up on Twitter after this episode because you need to watch it on repeat many, many times. So they're taking Sutherland <laughs> away, and then uh, Blakey is standing in the doorway, waits till they all leave, looks dead in the camera, talks to himself, I guess, and says. <laughs> This town isn't big enough for two doctors or two vampires. <laughs> and then with the most gleeful boyish expression on his face, raises his hands in a very, I don't know, bat-like pose, yeah. flamboyant pose. And then we cut to the the worst-looking puppet bat you've ever seen. They just fade seen him out and there's just a puppet bat sitting there that uh, wings don't move that kind of just... <laughs> kind of hovers towards the screen in the least oh, scary thing. One of cinema's... Ever- most underrated. Oh my god! The transformations, facial, the facial expression, the way he's kind of standing there for a second with his hands up before we get the transformation. Yep, it's very good. <laughs> Where no. someone's clearly going, "Oh shit! Ah, cut!" No actor has ever enjoyed a line more than that. Oh, the, the, it's, it's, no enjoys, audience has ever enjoyed it. No. He enjoys a. This town isn't big enough for two doctors. He enjoys that. He loves. He it. fucking loves. His eyebrow yeah. goes up. He's <laughs> like, if you think that was good, wait for this. <laughs> I'm or two vampires. Oh. Oh. It's just the entree, and he's like, here. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy, gobble it up, and then him posing. There's your dessert. Yeah, I think the five of us are on our full three course meal. We're just all looking at each other, being like, "Did that just happen?" Because that was sensational. You know what, guys? I don't want to survive this one because if I survive this one, it means I don't get that. Lose that scene. Good call. I'm ready to die for that scene to happen. Or go to jail. Yeah. If I'm dying, I assume that I'm the wife. Cellmates with young old Don. Well, I'm dead anyway because I'm on the train. Actually, true, the train. What a reveal. Keep forgetting that we're dead <laughs> anyway. I, I just so love it. Oh, it was so good. So then, yeah. Keep forgetting it's pointless. It's all point. <laughs> the whole movie is pointless by its own ending. It's so great. And then he's just death and he's not Peter Cushing anymore because death's quite tall. Yep. But it's the worst looking skeleton. But it's just a skeleton in a, in a coat. It's like one of those ones that they hang in like doctor's surgeries. Mm. That's what they've just got that and just taken the peg out of yeah. its head. Remind me, does it just cut back and they're all just standing on like the platform? It's a train platform. It's clearly a bit of a set. It's like pitch black outside yeah. the platform. And, and there's no one else around. They're all kind of the five of them, all kind of looking around. Like, they, hey, where'd the train go? No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Because what happens is they realize that they have to die on the train. Yeah. And then he becomes death and then dis- and then the train pulls into the station. Like, we survived, we made it. Yay. Yeah. And they get off. And then there's no one around. It's really yeah. eerie. And then they see the newspaper that says "Fatal Crash Kills Five," yes. and that's when you see Peter Cushing as death again. Be yeah, like, "This yeah. is hell." And then, then what's also fairly great? They just kind of all follow him off the train platform. Yeah, they just like, kind of shuffle shrug, off. Shrug. I guess we're dead now. Well, I mean, if you rocked up in the underworld, what are you going to do? Oh, I'm going to get back on the train. <laughs> yeah. That's not how it works, mate. You're dead. Yeah, but none of them freak out. They're like, "Oh well, I guess I'll." He's the boss now. I'll follow. They him take off. it with the same indifference. Yeah. They've taken the <laughs> yes. werewolf, the killer yeah. plant. And the voodoo monster, the hand that wants to kill them, and the vampire. The only thing that can excite this group is either jazz music or boobies. Yeah. <laughs> and even then, that's only one bloke. Because I reckon, <laughs> I reckon, old boring boy wouldn't get excited by either. Oh no, he's like he hates family jazz. crossed. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Well, Donald Sutherland get lucks his wife. He does. Big yeah. fan. 
Doesn't he have sex with her before he kills her? Yeah. Nah, yes. He does, doesn't he? Yes. Yes. Sorry, the doctor there. says, she's a vampire, you have to kill her. And he goes, I'm just going to get one last, <laughs> last roll in. It also has that really intense sequence where he cuts his finger on a can and she oh, comes yeah. over and she sucks oh, yes. the length of his finger, like yeah. to his knuckle. Yeah. And you're like, Jesus, it's all right, 1965. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. An ugly young Donald Sutherland's face is way too into it. It's, mm. it's horrifying. If anything... That was the scariest thing. He has very film. moist lips too. Oh, they're Ugh. so moist. And he's uh, he's just way too genuinely aroused uh, at that moment. Look, he's got hungry eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. he does. <laughs> he wants to play the Hunger Games, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you then. All right, last question. Uh, what, what? How quickly would we have died in the scenario? I think all three of us would have been like, bit of cards. Yeah, bring it on. What? We we would have well no we just die the length of the movie because there's no point because the train's going to crash I mean, anyway yeah I mean yeah. it's basically unavoidable yeah from the time you've stepped on that train with old Kush yeah we're already dead you're done so we're not going to avoid death yeah if you get out of the carriage though, you go oh fuck you old mate and yeah. walk out <laughs> yeah still die no you don't if if we are racist we're like don't trust gypsies yeah <laughs> <laughs> or Germans this guy stinks let's get out of here yeah. yeah. his name's Shrek. That's not the Shrek I know and love. <laughs> You're not an ogre, mate. I'm fucking out of here. Yeah. What happens if we get on there, though, and Tom just grabs the cards and starts shuffling them? <laughs> Does he goes, I'll have a run at this. Yeah. Well, no, do, because... Do we kill Shrek? Maybe. I, I do Shrek's future, and I'm like, they're all death, because you're death. Oh, we're going to die. Yeah. You know what I love is that for everyone, so everyone gets death as your, here's your way to get out of a card, and he hides it from them. He's like, oh, well, never mind about that, yeah. until they finally all go, no, you have to tell us what the card was. He is death. Why yep. is he trying to hide death from them when he is death? Mm. Would he really be that coy about the fact that they're all going to die when he is the embodiment of death? He's a playful scamp. He's why do you the, why do the tarot card reading with them at all? Yeah, that's a very put them on the point. train. Now they're dead. It's almost like this film doesn't hold up to logic. <laughs> it, it's almost like this film was made way. by a bunch of idiots with no money <laughs> no <laughs> and gave it all to Donald Sutherland <laughs> just so we could watch those voice lips oh, carry around. Oh, <laughs> no, that should just about do us. That's all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. I've been Tom. If you scaredy listeners have any comments about this episode or like to say hi, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. And I'm at Awkward Treed. We also have our email, uh, threescaredboys at gmail.com. Uh, and you can join us for our next episode where we'll be discussing The Descent. I hate it already. I'm so fucking scared. Guys, it's about going underground, deep, deep underground. You can't get back out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ah. Stay scared, everyone. Stay scared, everyone.